This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Liz Wheeler Show. Here's an interesting question that I was thinking about right before we started filming. If you analyze the Tucker Carlson situation, fired from Fox News, right? If you analyze that situation and you read all of the stories, all the online gossip, all all of the rumors about why exactly he was fired and why he was fired so suddenly, of all the reasons, what would you pick as being the most significant? So think about some of these reasons. We were told by um, one news organization that it was because Rupert Murdoch didn't like that Tucker Carlson gave that speech at Heritage, in which Tucker Carlson said that we, in our political battles, are actually fighting a battle of good versus evil. There were rumors that Rupert Murdoch's ex-fiance thought that Tucker was a messenger from God and that this whole God thing creeped out Rupert Murdoch. That was one piece of speculation. There was another piece of speculation that said, no, it was because Tucker Carlson talked about January 6th and the Murdochs didn't like him talking about January 6th. And specifically, the Tucker Carlson talked about Ray Epps and that was a liability, a financial liability for Fox News. There was a third set of rumors that said, no, the Murdochs had been getting tired of Tucker Carlson, not the Murdochs, the board at Fox had been getting tired of Tucker Carlson. And in the wake of the Dominion, um, the Dominion voting machines settlement at Fox News, they made an argument to Rupert Murdoch that Tucker Carlson was a financial liability. And because Rupert Murdoch had been frustrated by other things that Tucker had said or done, this was just the straw that broke the camel's back and he was let go. All these different reasons, all these different rumors, nothing really confirmed. A lot of it, sure, it would make sense. How do you really know what the real reason is? And what's the most salacious reason? Well, A Fox News producer was caught on undercover camera by, you guessed it, the one, the only James O'Keefe, spilling the beans about the real reason that Tucker was ousted from Fox News. We're gonna watch that video together tonight. It's quite a video. And let me just say, if this is accurate, if what this Fox News producer said is authentic information about why Tucker was fired, then this is a lot bigger, let's just say, than we even realized. We're gonna talk about that shortly. We're also, this is a story that happened um, a little bit earlier in the week, a couple days ago. Joe Biden gave a commencement address and he said during this commencement address that the biggest threat to our country was white supremacy. We didn't talk about it at the time because this is just a regular Biden trope, right? This is not true, it's false allegation, yada, yada, yada wasn't worth talking about. However, there's been a development in the story that I do think it's really important to address. We're gonna talk about that. We're also gonna talk about, there's a new Gen Z breakup method that's incredibly weird, incredibly toxic. I'm laughing just because Gen Z, my goodness, these people can't get anything right. We're gonna talk about it. It's called delicate dumping. We're gonna break down what that is and so much more. So let's get to it. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. 
That's O-L-L-Y dot com. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a side of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown with three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown. You get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at Wilmington and beaches Okay, before we get started also, I hope you guys have checked out my brand new website that we just launched. We've been working so hard on this website. I'm very, very proud of it, very proud of it. And it's fun to launch something new when not only have my team and I, not just me, people behind the scenes have put so much effort into this, but it's fun to launch something that you're so proud of. I'm incredibly proud of LizWheeler.com. I highly encourage you to go check it out. You can find articles that the mainstream media doesn't want you to be reading. So whether it's COVID studies, masks, vaccines, whether it's stories about transgenderism, trans athletes that are winning. And when I say trans athletes, I'm talking about males, winning in female competitions. Um, also notes and research from the show, things we talk about here. And I, I reference facts and figures. You can find that on the website as well. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter. We're gonna send out emails a couple times a week. Make sure you have all the information that you need to be fully informed. Go to lizwheeler.com. And be sure, by the way, to leave me a comment in the comment section. I wanna know what you think, what you like about the website. If you have any suggestions of what you would like to be added, um, there's a comment section just for that. So I wanna, I want you to, I wanna see you over there. I wanna read your comments. I'm, I'm trolling them obsessively. So be sure, be assured, I am seeing what you're writing to me. LizWheeler.com. That's LizWheeler.com. Okay, let's get to the video, this very good video. There's two parts of this video that I find particularly interesting. The premise of this video, James O'Keefe at his new organization, the O'Keefe Media Group, or as he refers to it, OMG, um, did an undercover sting where the journalist went on the date with a Fox News producer. I think this guy worked for Fox News at night, their 11 p.m. show. And this Fox News producer, unbeknownst to him, he was being recorded, and he's spilling the beans about what the internal discussions at Fox are related to the reason that Tucker Carlson got fired, right? We heard all the different rumors. Maybe it was Rupert Murdoch not liking his talk about Jesus and religion. Maybe it was Rupert Murdoch trying to get back at his ex-fiance who worshiped Tucker Carlson. Maybe it was about the Dominion settlement, the Dominion um, voting machine settlement. Maybe it was about January 6th. Maybe it was about Ray Epps. Maybe it was about Ukraine. Maybe, who knows, right? We talked about this a couple weeks ago when it went down. It's fun to speculate. It's really interesting to know. But I think also it's not just salacious gossip. I think it's actually a very important, critically important to figure out why this happened because it shows us what the powers that be want us to know and what the powers that be don't want us to know. It also shows us who's orchestrating um, these kind of hit jobs behind the scenes. And that's what James O'Keefe uncovers in this video. So um, without further ado, take a look at this. $144 million to settle that. Oh, that was with um, the Dominion company. What happened with that? Like They gave him money, part of it. They say it wasn't part of it, but we're learning that Tucker getting fired was part of that. Tucker getting fired was part of the Dominion lawsuit. Part of the settlement. Yeah, he's not. You know, 
advertisers, right? Well, it's either the pillow guy or it's brought to you by Pfizer, right? It's like yeah. it's yeah. big pharma. Yeah, Dude, which is well, crazy because like we were doing all this stuff about COVID vaccines, and we're getting money from Pfizer. We're getting what? And we're getting money from Pfizer. Yeah. Well, I mean, big pharma, big tech. You know, you're talking about like the shady players, like your buddy Michael Rosa, like that he's the one who's crafting the minions message. That's a whole story in and of itself. Okay, so remember. This producer works inside of Fox News, and he said, we are learning internally at Fox News why Tucker Carlson was fired. And the reason, according to this producer, that Tucker Carlson was fired was because of the Dominion Voting Machines settlement with Fox News. They sued Fox News for defamation, and instead of going to trial, it was moments away from trial, Fox News settled, paid Dominion almost $800 million. It's like enough for 40 years worth of the revenue of this company. That's how much Fox shelled out to them. And evidently, allegedly, I should say, according to this Fox News producer, Tucker Carlson's firing was part of this. Now, Dominion Dominion voting machines and Fox News have both denied this, but this is where it gets a little bit interesting. There's there's simultaneously, when this video came out, when James O'Keefe dropped this video, there was an, uh, an article from Variety Magazine that dropped really very, very close to when James O'Keefe's video dropped, a little bit too close for me to consider it a coincidence. A lot of stuff behind the scenes in the news industry is coordinated. We know this, this is how it works. When people have information, they drop things in tandem or sequentially, immediately sequentially, so that it builds a story. Variety Magazine dropped this article at the same time that James O'Keefe's video um, was released, and I wanna read you just a little bit of what it says. Let me bring this up. This is what it says. It's written by Tatiana Siegel, dropped it on May 16th, 2023 at 4.03 a.m. Pacific time. And the title is Inside Tucker Carlson's Battle to Trade His $20 Million Fox News Salary for a Twitter Show. And then in parentheticals, it says exclusive in all caps. She writes, the mystery surrounding Tucker Carlson's ouster from the airwaves at Fox News and his future plans in media are coming into sharper focus. On April 26th, Carlson spoke by phone with one of Fox Corp's eight board members who told the host that his recent benching was a condition of Fox News' settlement with Dominion Voting Systems, according to multiple sources with knowledge of the conversation. The unnamed board member told Carlson that the condition does not appear in any of the settlement's documents and instead was a verbal agreement. If Fox did not comply, the settlement was off, Carlson was told. Dominion had plenty of leverage given that the $787.5 million deal to settle Dominion's defamation suit against the network wouldn't officially close until late May. Variety writes, if Dominion opted to blow up the deal, Fox would return to square one on settlement talks or potentially subject the Murdoch family empire to a jury trial that would undoubtedly expose more embarrassing details about the operation of Fox News and fallout from its 2020 presidential election coverage. Unlike Sean Hannity, Janine Pirro, and Maria Bartiromo, Carlson wasn't a key player in the suit that claimed Fox News repeatedly and knowingly aired false claims about the company with regards to the 2020 U.S. presidential election. But Dominion was looking for the best way to maim the conservative news network and forcing Fox News to cut ties with the most watched personality in cable news would deal a potentially insurmountable blow and lead to a viewer exodus, according to Carlson's understanding. That condition was intended to hurt Fox, and Tucker is just collateral damage, says a source familiar with the matter. Dominion wanted to punish Fox, and it's working. 
Now, worth noting here, Dominion and Fox Corps both strongly dispute that the decision to take Carlson off the air was linked directly to the settlement. Yada, yada, yada. Right. Who believes them? Not even interested in their denials at this point. So internally, in Fox News, this Fox News at night producer is saying, well, we're hearing that it was a condition of the settlement with Dominion Voting Systems that Tucker Carlson be taken off the air. At the same time that this video is dropped, Variety publishes a piece that says, according to internal sources close to Tucker Carlson, that Tucker Carlson spoke with one of the eight Fox board members who told him directly that him being taken off the air was a condition of the settlement with Dominion Voting Systems. So this is now getting very, very interesting, but we're not done here. Further along in James O'Keefe's video, in this undercover sting, listen to the information, and this is never before reported information to my knowledge. I've not seen this anywhere else until this video from James O'Keefe. This Fox News producer describes exactly who coordinated this hit job against Tucker Carlson. Take a listen. Sean also told us about his buddy, Mike LaRosa, who according to his Twitter account, was the press secretary for Jill Biden. Michael LaRosa is now working for a PR company called Penta, whose primary client happens to be Dominion Voting. Sean says that no one has put this together. Well, we're certainly glad that Sean put it together for OMG and all of you. You look at those little connects and you're like, someone who worked for the Biden White House was literally crafting a message for Dominion, so you're like, Of course. So he left working for Joe Biden to start this PR firm or work with this firm. His sole client was Dominion. Doing their comms. It's like right from the White House to go to Dominion. So when you know those little moving parts, you're like, everyone's shitty. Well, so. Left the White House to literally go take down the news outlet that was being unfavorable to his boss. No one's talking talking about that. You know, you're talking about, like, the shady players, like your buddy Michael Rosa. Like, what is, is, you know, like, it's kind of public out there that he's, like, at this Penta group. He worked for Joe Biden. You said he was pulling the strings. What did you exactly mean by that? You know, like, with this... That he's the one who's crafting Dominion's message. He's running there. To who? To to the media. To the media. But no one's picking up on the fact that here's someone who used to work for Joe Biden. Joe or Joe? Or both? Technically. Worked in the administration. Worked in the administration. Going after a voting company. Working with a voting company that's taken down Boston's segment. That's a whole story in and of itself. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code POD. That's ShipStation.com with the code POD. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is the biggest bombshell of the entire 
story of Tucker Carlson being fired. This is actually bigger than Tucker Carlson being fired. To me, this part is more interesting than just the juicy rumors of, oh, Tucker Carlson got fired. It was a surprise. What happened? This shows us that there's an underbelly to this situation and an underbelly that's associated with who is in control of our government right now, right? So now we are all of a sudden dealing with a whole different ballgame. We're not just talking about internal drama at Fox. We're not just wondering, oh, are there are there woke executives that are actually running Fox who don't want their commentators to be based? They just want kind of squishy establishments? Are, 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 these, are the liberal board members of Fox just messing with conservative viewers? It's That's totally irrelevant now. Now what we're dealing with is potentially a takedown of the most powerful conservative commentator, the most powerful conservative influence in our country by indirectly, albeit indirectly, the Biden White House. So Michael LaRosa, let's focus on that name for a second. But Michael LaRosa is in charge of the public relations for Dominion Voting Systems. That means that everything that Dominion Voting Systems says publicly, every narrative that they portray, every way that media outlets or pundits frame Dominion is coming from this guy. This is the, he, He's the mastermind behind how Dominion Voting Systems um, is viewed by you and by me, is viewed by the left. He's in charge of this. So this guy runs his own PR firm called Penta, but his primary client is, is Dominion Voting Systems. Now, his primary client, this is a big client to have, right? If you are just starting your business, and Michael LaRosa is just starting his business. He's just starting his business because he was previously working for the Biden administration as First Lady Jill Biden's press secretary. This is, this is, it's a very, very clear path from the Biden White House, Jill Biden's press secretary. That's a high level position in a presidential administration. We don't think oftentimes about the First Lady's staff being as influential or not as influential. We don't think of them as being as prominent as the staff of the president, but make no mistake, sometimes they're equally as influential because they don't face the same media scrutiny, but they have access to the inner circle of the president. The inner circle of the first lady is the inner circle of the, inner circle of the president. So he served as press secretary for Jill Biden and then left the White House, immediately started his own PR firm and his primary client is Dominion Voting Systems. This lawsuit's been pending for a long time. This is not something just happened. This is something that has been in the works since the 2020 election, since the immediate aftermath of the election. So when Michael LaRosa left Jill Biden's staff in the Biden White House, he knew about this. When he acquired this client, he knew about this. What does this tell us? Let's be real here. This tells us that an operative from the Biden administration who most likely, it would be almost unimaginable to, um, it would be almost unimaginable to believe a scenario in which this person, Michael LaRosa, is not in contact with his previous colleagues, is not in contact with other Democratic operatives, is not in contact with people who are influential within the Biden administration, if not actual Biden administration officials themselves. It's indirect control. So the man who is concocting the narrative about Dominion voting systems, and part of that is, is targeting Tucker Carlson specifically, is in bed with the Biden White House because he was part of it. Again, this is so much bigger than, than the juicy rumors. It's so much bigger than, oh, was Rupert Murdoch's ex-fiance? Did she like Tucker Carlson? Did was Rupert Murdoch uncomfortable with Jesus? Literally, I do not care about that anymore. We have now a situation that is 100 times bigger than that. We have a situation now 
where a hit job potentially, potentially that the White House was in the know about to take out the biggest conservative influencer in the country was effective. Was effective. If James O'Keefe, man, oh man, if James O'Keefe did not capture this stuff on camera, there's no way that we would ever know about this. And by the way, the same guy who served as the undercover journalist in O'Keefe's video who got this information from the Fox News producer, that's the same guy who ran, who was the undercover journalist um, in the video exposing the Pfizer doctor, the Pfizer doctor about the vaccine, the hugest Project Veritas video in the history of all of James O'Keefe's work, the same undercover journalist did this. The guy is doing phenomenal, phenomenal work. And the story has just taken on a whole different color. We'll have to watch this play out. The Variety um, article also mentions Tucker's uh, foray into Twitter. He plans to launch a show on Twitter in the next month. We talked about that last week a little bit. Um, But it is interesting. It is interesting because there are reports that Tucker Carlson's contract has an exception for Twitter. We mentioned this actually last week because a source close to Twitter told me, or a source close to Tucker, I should say, told me that his contract had an exclusion for content posted on Twitter. And if that's the case, then Tucker may still enjoy his payout, his salary from Fox, who didn't officially terminate him as an employee. They just took him off the air while also being able to host an independent show on Twitter. We'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens there. But the story of his firing just got a whole lot more interesting. Okay, let's turn over to Joe Biden now. This is a story that happened a couple of days ago. We didn't talk about it a couple of days ago because, well, because Joe Biden says this kind of nonsense all the time. And um, at a commencement address, Joe Biden said that the biggest threat facing the United States is white supremacy. It's an offensive thing to say because the left falsely accuses conservatives of engaging in white supremacy, right? It's not that you and I sitting here um, are opposed to condemning white supremacy, of course, We are and we do strongly because it's evil, but what the left means by white supremacy is not what white supremacy actually is. Um, So this is is what Biden said, but there's an additional thing that happened um, this week that added to the story that we do need to address. So first, this this is Joe Biden at the commencement address. We know that American history has not always been a fairy tale. From the start, it's been a constant push and pull for more than 240 years between the best of us, the American ideal that we're all created equal, and the worst of us, the harsh reality that racism has long torn us apart. It's a battle that's never really over. But on the best days, enough of us have the guts and the hearts to stand up for the best in us, to choose love over hate, Unity over disunity, progress over retreat. Stand up against the poison of white supremacy as I did my inaugural address to a single out as the most dangerous terrorist threat to our homeland is white supremacy. And I'm not saying this because I'm of a black HBCU. I say wherever I go. I stand up for truth over lies, lies told for power and profit. To confront the ongoing assault, to subvert our elections, suppress our right to vote. 
Okay, so like I said, this happened a couple days ago. We didn't talk about it then because, you know, another day, another uncomfortable comment from Joe Biden. Um, I'm sorry to say, even with a daily show, every single one of Biden's idiotic comments does not make the cut into the final show here. But then we had a development here. So Mehdi Hassan, who hosts a show on MSNBC, he's very far leftist, um, he tweeted this. He said, it's very simple. If you're not a white supremacist, you really shouldn't get annoyed or upset when the president condemns white supremacists. This tweet went insanely viral. It was viewed by almost one and a half million people on Twitter. And I saw this tweet, I saw it probably half a dozen times before I sat down and really put my brain to this. And I'm looking at this tweet and I'm like, huh, well, this is interesting because if there's an actual white supremacist in our country, literally every single person in our country condemns this, right? If there's an actual act of white supremacist terrorism in our country, every single person reacts negatively as we should. Because we're actually very fortunate to live in a country where um, in the space of over of approximately 100 years, the number of people who actually hold a white supremacy ideology has shrunk to near zero. Statistically, it's zero. It's like 0.1% of people in our country have um, racialized views or view white people as racially superior right? 0.1%. Compare this to the racial history of our nation. There are times in our nation where um, where white nationalists or white supremacist views were more prominent than they are now. And we are very fortunate that in the space of just a few decades, just a couple of generations, this has been almost entirely eradicated from our nation. Institutionally, it has been entirely and completely eradicated, but even individually. This is such an uncommon, such a freak, such a fringe view that it does not deserve to be given attention. But of course, this is not what Mehdi Hassan means. Mehdi Hassan does not mean um, individuals who view, white individuals who view black individuals or brown individuals as inferior because of the color of their skin. That is not how the left defines white supremacy. So this is actually something, it's a very important point to understand when the left um, says, well, unless you're a white supremacist, you wouldn't have any problem with the president condemning white supremacy. The first question that we need to ask is, okay, leftists, well, what is white supremacy? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so the first question that we should ask as conservatives after we read this tweet from Mehdi Hassan that says, it's very simple. If you're a white supremacist, you shouldn't get really annoyed or upset when the president condemns white supremacists. The first thing we should say is, okay, but what is white supremacy though? Define it for us. Tell us exactly what you mean when you say this phrase. Because we will find in the answer to this question that the answer that the left gives is very, very different than the answer that the right gives. 
And it has nothing to do with the right holding any kind of negative views on people with other skin colors. The right is made up of people of all skin colors, as is the left. The right's definition of white supremacy is any kind of racial superiority ideology. The left's definition of white supremacy has nothing to do with that. The left's definition of white supremacy, they, they redefine words, we know they redefine words for a purpose so that they can hijack an ideology like actual white supremacy that almost everyone universally condemns, that barely exists, statistically insignificant in our nation, statistically zero people in our nation hold this view, and they hijack that term because they know they can turn everyone off if they associate Republicans or Republican policies with this view. So let's look at some of the things that the left has called white supremacy. And to do this, this is actually from um, the African American History Museum in Washington, D.C. They published at one point on their website um, a little handout called Aspects and Assumptions of Whiteness and White Culture in the United States. And they list, among other things, rugged individualism. This is an aspect of whiteness. Now, the, the inference here is that this is a negative thing because they say um, whiteness and white culture are dominant, they're oppressive, they're something that has marginalized the black community throughout the decades. Rugged individualism, an emphasis on the scientific method, a work ethic, time. Time, guys, time. Justice. Communication, such as grammar. So all of these different things that have nothing whatsoever to do with race, even the African American History Museum under the Obama administration, I believe is when this handout was first put on the website, have been condemned as being associated with white supremacy. In addition to that, organizations like the Black Lives Matter movement have said that the nuclear family is a white supremacist institution a white supremacist institution, that free market capitalism is a white supremacist institution, that mathematics is a white supremacy, is perpetuates white supremacy, which that one's doubly laughable because mathematics was literally invented in the Middle East. White men weren't even associated with higher mathematics, the invention of higher mathematics. But we're told that police and law enforcement and our system of criminal justice is all perpetuating institutions, or they are institutions that perpetuate white supremacy. We're told sex essentialism, which is the biological definition of sex, man and woman, the gender binary, as the left calls it, that that is an institution perpetuating white supremacy. So now we have a totally different context for Mehdi Hassan's tweets, but also for, for Joe Biden's speech, right? Because when the left says white supremacy, you and I automatically think of what white supremacy actually is. We think of this poisonous, evil ideology that holds that human beings of different skin colors are somewhat subhuman or inferior. This ideology that everyone in our country, on both the left and the right, rejects. But the left has redefined this word to suit their political narrative because they think our revulsion at the word white supremacy, at the phrase white supremacy, will cause us to jump on board with their political agenda to abolish the civil institutions of our nation, the economic institutions of our nation, and ultimately the governmental institutions of our nation that make our nation the best, the freest, the most prosperous nation that the world has ever known. The left, of course, hates this nation, wants to destroy it, and wants instead a communist Marxist utopia.
And so now, of course, we look at Joe Biden's speech at this university and we realize, well, okay, yeah, this, this story actually is worth commenting on. It is worth condemning him, not just because he's stupid, not just because he's awkward, not just because he's trying to insert racialism into any, everything, not just because he's issuing false um, allegations about both events, I mean, but also individuals. He's not just trying to falsely associate Republicans with white supremacy, which is grotesque because it is patently untrue, but because he's labeling all of these things that have nothing to do with a poisonous ideology as being associated with a poisonous ideology. And what's more, he's calling, um, he's calling people who perpetuate what he calls white supremacy, which isn't white supremacy, terrorists, right? So the defense of, of Mehdi Hassan when conservative pushed back on this was, well, Biden said he was that the, that the threat of terrorism, the biggest terrorist threat in our country is white supremacist terrorism. And my answer to that is the same question as before. Well, what is terrorism? The Department of Homeland Security has labeled almost all Republicans as militia violent extremists if they so much as fly the Betsy Ross flag, or if they follow the founding fathers, or if they have the don't tread on me flag. So your definition of white supremacy and your definition of terrorism are critically important to your condemnation. Because while a sensible person might listen to Joe Biden and define what he's saying literally, it would be a mistake for us as sensible people to do that. What we have to do is we have to understand that he's now speaking in coded language. He's now speaking in words that the left has redefined to suit their political agenda, and their political agenda is the destruction of our nation and the destruction of us. As you can see, why it is now necessary to comment on this. So Joe Biden also displayed his corruption at the NIH. After Dr. Fauci quote unquote retired, he's technically retired from the NIH, but he's actually not. He's actually not fully retired from the NIH. The NIH got a interim director um, this was also after Francis Collins left the head. Fauci, of course, was at the NIAID. It's a sub-agency of the NIH. Um, Francis Collins left the NIH, and now Biden has nominated a new doctor named Dr. Monica Bertinoli to head up the NIH. Dr. Monica Bertinoli is a simply terrible choice. Uh, it's, she's like just a, Fau a girl version of Fauci. A girl version of Fauci. Jordan Schachtel over at the Dossier Stubstack reports that Dr. Bortinoli has received $290.8 million in research funding from Pfizer. Think about that number for a second. $290 million. $290 million. Okay, that's like what? Half of what Fox paid to Dominion voting systems? Almost half? This is an enormous amount of money. The Daily Signal put together a report, this is from 2015 to 2021, that she received more than 116 grants, this new NIH director, or this new nominee for NIH director, more than 116 grants from Pfizer. It totaled more than 89% of her research grants. So let's step back for a second. Do we think that this woman might be compromised, might be captured by Big Pharma? Do you think that ideologically, she's going to be completely in line with the profit motives of Big Pharma since her entire quote-unquote scientific career has been funded by Pfizer money. 89% of her research grants, $290 million, 116 total grants. It's not just a joke. It's not just corruption. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. She is part of this administrative state revolving door that exists between Big Pharma and the 
the regulatory agencies of the executive branch of our federal government that's supposed to hold Big Pharma accountable to science and to reality and to pr protect human beings from harm inflicted by companies who don't care about us and just wanna profiteer off of convincing us to take harmful products or convincing a government to mandate harmful products that Big Pharma then profits up from. It's hideous, it's grotesque. The Senate, by the way, has to approve this. And if a single Republican senator votes in favor of confirming this nominee, that Republican senator should be kicked out of the Senate so fast they don't even have time to close their office door. A single Republican senator, you should reach out to your senator. You should make sure, get them on record telling you that they will not, under any circumstance, vote to approve this woman. Under any circumstance, I will be watching with Hawkeyes to see if a single Republican senator, even Democratic senators, I know Democratic senators are vote en masse typically, but there are a few independently minded Democratic senators who ought to understand the danger of the big pharma, big government collusion. And if they can vote to approve this woman who is clearly in bed with Pfizer, they deserve to lose their seats as well. We will be watching each and every United States Senator to see how they vote and to see what comments they make, how strongly they speak out against this because they're in positions of power and influence. And if you don't speak out when this kind of corruption is happening right before your face, then you're useless and you shouldn't be in the United States Senate. Okay, so apparently Gen Z has a new breakup method, this, this new trend of how Gen Zers are breaking up with each other. It's called delicate dumping. Weird and hilarious phrase, but let me read you exactly what delicate dumping, how delicate dumping is described. You can find the full explanation over on lizwheeler.com. This is what um, a therapist from England says, this is how she describes this new Gen Z breakup trend. She says, delicate dumping involves taking a step back from a relationship without having the actual breakup conversation. It's about employing tactics such as ghosting, replying to a partner more slowly, and even ignoring the other person completely. Jody Slee, a 39-year-old therapist in West Yorkshire, England, told news agency SWNS. Delicate dumping. Well, it sounds to me like this is a method for cowards, but ghosting, for anybody who doesn't know, means that suddenly you just become a ghost. Suddenly you just stop responding to texts, you stop responding to phone calls, you've not said, hey, I don't wanna date anymore, or I'm ending this relationship, or I think we should slow things down. You haven't communicated in any way. All of a sudden you just ghost, you just, you just stop responding 100%. The other person isn't expecting it and never hears from you again. Apparently, this is quite common among, among the youngest generation, among Gen Zers. It's quite common for, and this is the way that men break up with women. This is not something that women do to men as often. This is, this is typically the man doing it. Um, this has become quite popular for during the so-called talking phase of a relationship, which is the casual dating part before you're committed exclusively in a relationship that a guy and a girl will be talking and then suddenly the guy will just never respond. Even if you text every day, you text good morning, you text good night, you, you call during the day, one day, bam, the guy's just gone. This is called ghosting and this happens quite, quite often, I'm told. Um, there's also like a disconnecting that's involved with delicate dumping. Disconnecting meaning that suddenly you just only respond in monosyllables or you, um, are kind of unrelatable. You just, you sever that emotional connection, make yourself unlikable until the other person breaks up with you. Again, this is mostly men that are doing this, mostly men that suddenly stop responding, stop 
participating in the relationship, even if they're technically still there. So it's like one step away from ghosting, but I would call it emotional ghosting. Um, and even doing things like posting things on social media, but waiting a long time after you post something on social media that you know the person that you're talking to or in a relationship with will see, but waiting hours then to respond to their text so that they know you saw it, didn't respond, but we're doing other things online. This is called delicate dumping. It kind of reminded me actually of suicide by cops, but like the relationship form, right? Where um, suicide by cops, of course, is actual life and death. So not exactly the same thing, but suicide by cop is where, um, where the perpetrator does something deliberately, deliberately, knowingly does something to elicit uh, a lethal response from the cop because they want to be killed, they want to commit suicide, but they want it to, they want the cop to shoot them. This is kind of the same thing, but without the deadly aspect of it and in a relationship where a guy wants to end the relationship, but he's too cowardly to do it himself. So he does things deliberately to get the girl to break up with him. And these things are, are distancing himself, disconnecting or ghosting. And the reason Gen Zers give for why they do this instead of just sitting down with the person saying, hey, I want to break up, or hey, I don't think we should date anymore, or hey, this is why I'm, we're not going to be in a relationship. Uh, the reason is because some young men feel uncomfortable. They feel discomfort in that conversation. When I'm reading this, I'm like, yeah, no kidding. You think breaking up is uncomfortable? Wait until you get to re like real life outside of college, outside of the dating pool. A lot of conversations are very uncomfortable. And uh, my commentary on this is, ladies, if you have experienced a male who has done this to you, you should consider yourself lucky. You should consider yourself very lucky. You dodged a bullet because had this man not been so cowardly as to force you to break up with him by either ghosting you, distancing, or disconnecting, emotionally disconnecting, you might've been stuck with a freak for life. So you have dodged a bullet and that is not to put it delicately because these men don't deserve it. This is, uh, you might've been stuck with a sissy like this for the long haul and at least, at least you dodged that one. So um, head on over to lizwheeler.com if you haven't already. Leave me a comment. Let me know what you think of our brand new website. Drop your email address in our email newsletter sign up. So, you know, if and when YouTube kicks us off, I know 350,000 of you guys have subscribed over there. I really greatly appreciate it, but YouTube is probably going to kick us off at some point. I don't want to lose touch with you. Drop me your email address. We'll keep you updated on everything you need to know. Um, just go to lizwheeler.com. Thank you for watching today. Thank you for listening. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.